Hi, I'm Lamel Spain. And I am Margaret Bays. And this is the Breakthrough Podcast, where each week we will discuss mind matters, paradigm shifts, food and fitness facts, the power within, self-health, breaking the bars of chronic disease, and much more. And on this week's episode, discussing what we call the inside out, upside down nature of how to get health and keep it. And so many of us, for example, might think, what the heck does sleep have to do with health? Mistakenly believing that just running fast and eating right is all that matters when it comes to having good health. In today's episode, we'll talk about how the health of our cells and our minds are the real powerhouses when it comes to sustainable health. All right, so we want to welcome you on our very first episode of this. And I'm going to um, basically um, be transparent. Like we probably today and we probably maybe next week may have glitches, um, but bear with us because I promise you each time we do this we're going to get better and better um that's a guarantee um this is new so you know when you are a newbie a rookie you make mistakes <laughs> and then as you get your your uh, bearings the things become you know easier and they flow easier it becomes Something that the subconscious mind takes over, but we'll talk about that at another time. <laughs> well, right. that 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 um, philosophy can be said for just about everything and just about every topic we're talking about, whether it's food or exercise or yep. making a podcast. So, so here we go. So, Lamel, this topic, inside out, upside down. What in the heck does that even mean when it comes to health? I'm glad you asked that question because a lot of people and I was guilty of this before I really started studying it. Um, we always equate our, our uh, failures or our losses with an outside um, <laughs> entity. And we blame, you know, uh, luck and chance. You know, we made those words up. There's no such thing in God's vocabulary. He looks at us like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, but we are the ones that, you know, have coined that. All of us, there's no specific person or people that has coined that. And so the inside out, upside down, actually is basically looking at the fact that the true matter or the true essence of any problem or any conflict, it starts from within. Um, wait, a second, wait a second, wait a second. So by conflict, you mean, in this case, like... Sickness, illness. I see. I mean, okay, I'll give you a real life example. Great civilizations like Rome and America, I give you the America, because we all stay in America. Those that are watching this, majority of us stay in America. Like, we're crumbling, not because of outside people, we're crumbling from within, fighting our own vices. You know, we're nitpicking and going crazy. Well, that's the same thing that happens 
with disease. Like most people, I'm I'm gonna say all people, <laughs> they get in trouble, they die because they didn't take care of what was causing the problem from within. And if you don't take control of what's going on in the inside, it expresses itself on the outside. Okay. Um, so that's a that's a really that's a really interesting thing that you said. Um that most of us are kind of kind of crumbling. So on this point, um it's really interesting this fact that came to our attention fairly recently that um just about just short of 70% of all deaths um in America are from basically five preventable causes. That's mm -hmm. pretty spectacular. Um mm -hmm. that's a pretty spectacular uh statistic. Yeah. And that's a statistic that was published by the CDC, you know, as long ago as like 2015, you know, so that those are numbers that have been, those are, those, those are numbers that have been researched and tracked yep. now for a long time. Part you know of what that's not your opinion and it's not my opinion. Those, Jay-Z said it best. <laughs> what he numbers said? don't, huh? What he said? Numbers don't lie, people do. So that's what we do here. We don't, you know what I'm saying, throw out stuff and it's, oh, I think this will be great because they'll really buy into it. No, I'm telling, and I know you will too, we're going to tell you numbers. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't take, like LeVar Burton said on Reading Rainbow, I used to watch that after Sesame Street, of course, Big Shots <laughs> Out the a.k.a. uh, uh, uh Kunta Kente, and he was also in Star Trek. A slave went into space. But anyway, um, <laughs> he used to say at the end, you don't have to take my word for it. He would tell people to read a book. He would say it would be a good book to read, but he would always end with, but you don't have to take my word for it. So that's what we are all about. You don't have to take our word for it. Look it up. But we did the homework for you. You're going to get an A, but if you want to be, you know, a little. So, ba you know. so basically, um, whether we're talking about high blood pressure, cancer, yep. multiple sclerosis, um, we're talking about depression, we're talking about, um, uh, did, I say, did I say MS? Yeah, you said MS, but lupus lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, coronary artery disease, no matter what we're talking about. Um, basically, these problems are coming to us from fundamentally, fundamentally, in almost 70% of the instances of what we call premature death, where someone passes away before the age of 80. That's statistically what that means. Um, it is from one of five preventable causes. So, so, and, and these are problems that are generated from within our bodies, not circumstances that come from outside. So, so speak a little more about that, LaMail, because. Okay, so I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. Okay. Uh, repeat your statement and then I'm going to add on to it. So. Okay. okay. So basically the CDC tells us that. 
just shy of 70% of all premature deaths in the United States come from preventable causes. So that means that um, we can prevent it. prevent it, correct. And that's really the whole mission of the breakthrough is to help people figure out step-by-step step how to prevent themselves, well, not only from dying prematurely, but of course, to, to, live fix, to fix it. To fix things, correct. Um. So, okay, so you, you already stated the inside part with your stats. But if you think about nature and how the universe works, you know what I'm saying? Like, or one of our people that we know is an electrician, is an, an electrician. Mm -hmm. And in order for them to work with electricity, you have to go from up the higher to lower you can't work lower to higher it ain't it's not gonna work and pardon me with my english y'all <laughs> we're not in english i'm gonna use double negatives i'm probably gonna cuss i mean i'm gonna do me this is me love me or leave me i hope you don't leave but i'm just letting you know um but anyway so you already said the inside part with the preventable illnesses and if not today but definitely down the road, we're going to talk about how stress plays a big part in a lot of these illnesses cre being created. So when you have the up part, you're starting with your mind. But at the same time, you're starting with we are spirits. All of us are spirits, whether you want to buy into the whole religious thing. We both are not religious people. I cuss like Peter. So I can't say I'm holier than thou, but Peter also <laughs> hung with Jesus and you never heard him reprimand him for his language. But anyway, that's another topic later down the road. So we're spirits living in a body. We're having bodily experiences um, by being a spirit, a spirit that's living and housed in a body. And so you start with spirit and spirit actually expresses itself through the body. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you go through different things, whether it's good or bad, you're giving yourself an opportunity to experience things in a bodily way, if that makes sense. So when you say upside down, the up part of that is working from a higher level to a lower level. And the lower level is the body doing things, being able to do two push-ups, or in my case, a thousand push-ups. <laughs> so, so I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. So, so what you're saying is that how our bodies function is actually the end result of a whole big chain of events and things that came before, starting with the thoughts you think and the mm -hmm and the beliefs that you have and the, um, that those things, the thoughts you think and the beliefs that you hold um, are the things that then drive your physiology. They drive your biology. They drive your stress. They drive everything else to be like a reaction. Every, everything starts with a thought, everything. The chair that you're sitting in, the the laptop that you're looking to do this zoom zoom 
the phone, everything started with a thought. Nothing starts or nothing is created by just magic. Whew, it appeared. It had to start with a thought. And so your thoughts are very powerful. What you think you become. Like there's oh, a that's in- excuse me for interrupting you. You just said what you think you become. That mm-hmm. is um that's big. I know. But people don't they <sighs> like and I'm not picking take on breath, any- take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> don't take this like this is just who I am. I've learned so much now and I'm so passionate what I'm learning that I want to help as many people as possible to break out of prison. And what I'm saying is we are so inundated with paradigms, programs that have been given to us, not by our choice. It's been grandma, granddad, mom, dad, even probably older brother, older sister. And we just bought into it. We bought the brand. You know, um, some people didn't break out of prison. Some people did, but that's what we're here for. We're trying to get y'all, get people to understand that your thoughts. And I'm, I'm reading a book right now by Deepak Chopra called a quantum healing and he talks about that okay so wait let me just back you up a second so basically what you're saying is that um let's go back to the word paradigms okay Mm -hmm. so this is a concept in science that's really big paradigms and theories right so we're we're talking about basically how we all come to take the actions that we take sometimes mm-hmm. based, oh, ba- sometimes based on um, uh, programming, if you will, from our background, our families, our, as you said, generation, intergenerational programming, and sometimes mm-hmm. we're not even aware of where our actions have come from. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's like some people, there was, there was this thing, woman, um remember her mom and how she cooked and when she grew up she saw her mom always cut the end of the roast off and throw it away (laughs) and she so when she got married and she formed her family she did the same thing and one of her kids asked her mama why you always cut the end of the roast off and her response was well that's how I learned how to cook roast my mom she would always cut the end of the roast off but come to find out the only reason why her mama cut the end of the roast off is because the pot was too small to have the whole roast (laughs) because she couldn't put all of it in but that's what a paradigm is we do things based off of what we have seen or been taught. Okay, so and let me, let, me interrupt, let me interrupt you just one second. So for example, let's bring this all the way down to something that's very actionable. Okay, so, I, 
let's let's say that let me just bring this down to an actionable thing so say when it comes to let's say you have high blood pressure let's say you you know what it's not even do hypotheticals take me let's take me and then i'll let you diagnose me okay (laughs) okay okay Okay. i was six you were what friday Uh uh-huh it was late it was 11.30 because New York, I mean, because my Miami Vice was on. And I was like, yes, I get the first time to see mine, but I was six. So I'm up, I'm coloring, and I see my mom go into my grandmother's room, and they talk, and then they stop. And then I later, within a matter of seconds, found out that my grandma had just passed. My grandmother had just passed. My mom prevented me from going in to see her and took me in her room. Now I'm six. And that number, I want you to remember, six years old. My mom cried. I didn't know what to say to her because I'm six. I just learned how to wipe my behind yesterday. (laughs) So I don't have big words to comfort you. I just patted her on the back and um, she got herself together. She got on the phone. She called. All, her, all the family. But before she called them, she had her little cry. And then she got herself together. I'm watching her steps as she's doing all this. Okay, you cry, then you get yourself together. When the, pan- when the family came over, this lady sat in the living room like she was discussing a football game. Like she was like, she had no emotion. So in my mind, I'm now creating, okay, that's how you act when a family member, a close loved one dies. You cry in private, but when you're in public or around other members, you do not cry. You keep it all together. Now, I'm still six. I don't know, probably, she's probably a mess as she's going through this. You know what I'm saying? And, but you wouldn't know that, you know? So fast forward to 13 years later, my mom dies. I went to the hospital with her. My mom dies. My uncle takes me home. I'm the only one in the house, the same house that I saw my grandmother die at the age of six. Now I'm back at the age of 19 and it's me by myself. And I cry. And that's kind of when the Brooks show was born. <laughs> but anyway, we'll talk about that some other time. And I did exactly what she did. I cried. I got myself together. And I immediately called people and told them the news. Mama gone. She's dead. And when they wanted to cry and they wanted to continue, I was like, I got to go. I got to make more phone calls. Also, too. As I'm growing up at the age of six, all the way to 19, my mom used to always tell me and I got an older sister. She would always tell us, whatever you do, when you go to the funeral home to deal with, you know, the funeral business, if you got to cry, cry before you get there. But when you get there, do not get in that office. Uh, that funeral home director and cry because he's going to take you for everything you got. So what do I do? 
I do what she says. I didn't cry before, nor when I was sitting in the office. And I think the funeral home director probably thought, did he kill his mother? Because <laughs> I was I was like so calm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was so calm to the point where I was asking him, did he have a calculator? So I could add up the figures to see how much this funeral was going to cost. Okay. He had never seen anything like that. A 19-year-old kid, but it's all, all, all of those responses to a traumatic um, period in my time was a paradigm. I did everything that I was taught. And that's what paradigms are. We do things sometimes without even knowing why we're doing it. I mean, it's routine. It's, okay, it's so, so so these paradigms are deep, deeply embedded. Yes. And courses of action that we are taught, whether mm -hmm. they, whether they are right, wrong, healthy, and basically, um, what we're talking about and why they are significant to health is that often the lessons we've learned work against health, I presume yep. is the idea. And yep. it's a very simple example that you gave earlier, like the, the example that you just gave about your mother passing away and your grandmother passing away, um, the act of completely and totally suppressing emotion in that manner can have an extremely uh, negative effect on a person's health. And we're going to take a lot of time here at the breakthrough to go through that piece by piece. But for the purposes of this conversation in this podcast, Inside Out, Upside Down, it's basically just to introduce that notion of how very powerful your mind is yep. and the stories that we are told that we tell ourselves, that we tell our children about how things are done. In the very simple instance of cutting the end off the roast, you know, it's a behavior that got learned because the pot was too small. But that 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 idea translates across so many behaviors in people's kitchens, for example, that actually wind them up with poor health, such as, well, my mother always bought Del Monte green beans in a can. Yep. So, um, and Del Monte green beans in a can, I don't mean to call you out Del Monte's too bad, but you, Del Monte, it could be, you know, all the space, space. two other brands of canned things that, you know, the inside of the can has chemicals, you flip it around, it's got, you know, 100,000 milligrams of sodium. That's an exaggeration. But in other words, there are brands of food that we can purchase that are much more health forward than what our mother always bought or what our grandmother always bought. And yet sometimes we get into these lockstep patterns because it's just what was done. And so the paradigm bursting uh, protocols that we're gonna talk about here on The Breakthrough are things that will support people to learn new ways that will lead them to better health outcomes. And I know, LaMail, that you've done a tremendous amount of that um, in your own journey with MS. And in particular, um, there are a couple of resources that you've relied, relied upon. One is a, a book um, by an author 
Uh, his name is Jose Silva, and it's called You the Healer. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, basically, um, he's basically diving into the mind. He talks about brain waves um, and how the alpha brain wave, and of course, alpha was the first, I guess, brain wave that was discovered. That's why I got the name alpha. And the alpha brain wave is the most um, productive brain wave that you should be in. Alpha usually is what you feel when you wake up from your nap or from, you know, your sleep. You're not all the way still droggy and you're not all the way alert. When you all the way alert, like right now, me and you, we're in beta, beta wavelength. And so he teaches you to tap into the alpha brainwave in this book. And he gives like different um, examples and um, different um, exercises that you can use. Um, he actually, <laughs> he actually um, puts um, like, um, it ain't a guarantee, but it is a guarantee. He was like in 45 days, you no, know, in 40 days, if you do this silver method, um, in the you the healer, you will see a tremendous amount of improvement in your health based off of the exercises that he recommends in the book. Well, that's really um, that's really interesting because um, basically what I'm hearing you say is that this is a man who has literally done research and documented. Oh yeah, yeah. Think, well, yeah, excuse me, like 20 some years. Excuse me one second. Let me just finish. Um, oh, he's documented and and just given um, a whole series of how to exercises to literally use your mind, use your brain, use the organ that is in your body that's like your command center to assist with what? LaMail. Well, basically you can use it for anything from healing yourself all the way to your um, getting a better job or getting hired to do another field that you are wanting to go into. Um, he basically um, shows you um, how the alpha brainwave is, that's, that's where you want to go. Like, oh, um, so you've used this um, method you, with, I'm sorry, you, you, so you, you got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2013. And so how would you say that this particular method and this book and, and this author has um, influenced I, your journey? So basically what I have, I have like brainwave apps on my phone. I have an iPhone. Mm -hmm. And so I use it not only to uh, meditate, but I also <laughs> use it when I go to sleep because I really believe in this, um, this method and what he talks about. He basically used his kids. Great, I feel great, great scientists or great innovators, they don't um, just put words out there and just hope people gravitate to them. They use it themselves. I mean, you've done it. I do it. You know, like that is correct. I, I do this also. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying, my own client testimony, whatever you want to use to do this. Um, and so he used his kids. This first kid was horrible in school. And I'm paraphrasing. She was horrible in school. He used the silver method and she turned her career, her scholastic career around so much so that she was like head of the class. And he not only helped her have reading, he helped her have math. And then he has 10 kids. So he used it on his other kids and they turned their scholastic career around so much so that the people in the neighborhood started hiring him. And that's how this whole silver method came to be about because people saw that he was onto something. I see. I see. Yeah. So, I mean, I certainly am, um, you know, a, a big believer in how when people can learn the, you know, everything from the simplest how to's to the rock solid science of mastering how their body works, how the body works from the inside out. Um, that is really the, um, the key to health, to youth, to performance, to success, to longevity, uh, to beauty. Um, because this concept of mastering what the body does from the, in I mean, let's face it, not everybody when they were in school loved chemistry or biology, you know, not everybody liked science. And um, I once had a boss who said, you know, science is not sexy. Well, I don't know if I agree with that because it's the science of all this stuff and how it fits together that really does help a person to, such as yourself, you know, do 3000 pushups every week at you know, having been diagnosed with MS a number of years ago and told that you would be wheelchair bound for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, the fact that you have taken the initiative. But you know what? I'm, I got to stop you. I have yeah. to stop you. Yeah. It was the mind. It was my mind. Uh -huh. Like you have to take ownership of your life. You know what I'm saying? You can't let someone else. And I'm not saying disrespect doctors and don't listen to what they recommend. But at the end of the day, it's still your life. And you wake up with yourself and you go to sleep with yourself. You're with yourself 24 7, 24 hours out of the day, seven days a week, 365 days, 366 on leap year. And so you have to buy into it first. And even if you have a doctor that buys into you're going to get better and you're going to get, you know, your healing, but you don't believe it, there we go again. It starts with your mind. No, you're not going to get better. You're not going to heal because you are actually preventing whatever that doctor is doing for you to really take hold to your body because the body responds to you, your cells in your body they re they respond they're not so really so just let me interrupt you for a second so just a specific example of what you're saying is so say you have a diagnosis and you have cancer mm -hmm. and the doctor is treating you and so forth and so on what you're saying is that actually in essence the medicine 
won't the medicine that you're being given by the doctor will not be as effective in exactly. the battle against cancer if you are riddled with anxiety, if you are not eating the right foods, if you're not sleeping and at night. Although, although obviously in the face of life-threatening disease, that's hard. And we certainly recognize that, but you've lived through that. You've lived through that. And that's what you mean when you say breaking people out of the prison. It's yep. it because it's the fear and the feeling of being Work, trapped and doubt, all that. Right. And so the paradigm shifting exercises, the paradigm shifting resources that we're talking about here, um, the paradigm shifting um, lessons, conversations, instructions, roadmaps that we will be um, sharing with all of you here at the breakthrough. That is really the stuff that when the rubber hits the road, um, when you have a chronic disease, that you need to know to and help, I'm to help add, yourself, right? I'm, I'm going to add on to that. Mm -hmm. Margaret is very smart. You know what I'm saying? She's a very intelligent woman. She has reinvented herself so many times, like, oh my God. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Margaret is doing not doing it. You are. So if you don't do what we tell you to do, because we put in the work to find out, you know, the different things. It doesn't mean anything. We both are athletes, former athletes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey speak um, for yourself. I'm not a former athlete. I'm a current athlete, man. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so are you. And so are you, by the way. Nothing. It's all, so regardless, <laughs> her coach, my coach, they have a game plan. They tell us what we're going to do Friday night. If we don't do that game plan or Saturday or whatever the time the game is going to be played on, played in or whatever. If you don't execute the game plan, you're still going to get your ass beat, period. <laughs> so you're still going to lose 50 to nothing. You didn't even get a score. So, so, but, really, so really what you're saying is that if you are one of those, again, CDC, 149 million Americans that has one or more chronic diseases, you need a game plan. Mm -hmm. you, need, you need a game plan. And what your doctor is prescribing is one piece. And what you do for yourself is a major piece. Is a major piece. It's 95% of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I certainly um, would echo that. I've certainly had, I have had so, you know, intelligence aside, education aside, professions aside, in our personal lives, meaning mine and the males, in our personal lives, we've both had these powerful experiences where we have um, really kind of cracked this puzzle, meaning <laughs> uh, taking personal responsibility for your own destiny when it comes to healthcare. I'm going to tell you, like, y'all, seriously, <laughs> you have two pit bulls <laughs> you know what I'm saying like people that really know me and some people call me by my last name which is Spain they like Spain he's an asshole he's a jerk but they know I have a good heart and they know 
if I go hard and I go for whatever we're going for, I'm going 110%. And Margaret is the same way. She's a pit bull in a skirt. Like, quit playing. Like, we are not going to let you lose. Because when you lose, we lose. But when you win, well, we popping bottles and fine tables. You hear what I'm talking about? We killing it because it's a major win and we want to see you win. We want to see you break out of prison. But at the end of the day, it's 95% your job. If you just do it like Nike, do it. <laughs> we are going to guide you and hold your hand. We're not going to let you fall. You know what I'm saying? You got two individuals. You know what I'm saying? So if you fall, people are going to look at you strange. Like, how the hell you fall? You had two people that could catch you. And they was really by your side. How did you fall? Like, I can understand one person, but two? <laughs> and you got two bullheaded individuals that have history. I'm not saying this. Just, you know what I'm saying? Pulling Margaret's leg. She's a bulldog. <laughs> like she is the real life if you've never seen john q watch it she's john q without being denzel washington <laughs> you see the movie then you know what i'm talking about but you have a person like her and you have a person like myself that basically is like man i'm not buying that brand and you're gonna hear that phrase a lot of times too from me don't buy that brand that's a paradigm you know what I'm saying? A paradigm really is a brand that you did not buy. It was given to you and you didn't even know you was given it or was, was taking it. It was you was too young to even recognize it. And some people are in there, you know, they're really old, not really old, but they're aged and they're older and they don't even know that they're still running that paradigm program. It's a program. Well, we're going to talk um, uh, circle back around to this. And, and get into this very in-depthly as the programming continues. But um, in the next minute or two, LaMail, do you have any closing remarks? Because we're going to kind of bring this to an end for today. Um, you did mention, or I mentioned, I think, the two books that we're recommending for this week for understanding more fully this um, sort of uh, practical step-by-step, inside-out, um, upside-down concept. And the responsibility and role that you take as the healer in your own life. And that is You the Healer by Jose Silva. And uh, that is a book in print. And then The Silva Method, which is also a book in print, but um, also on audio. Sorry, I meant to say that. The Silva Method is what You the Healer is all, he's using The Silva Method in that book. You know what I'm saying? But um, the last thing I want to say, or the last thing I want you to think about, if you've ever cut your hand, is your hand still cut? And that will show you that you are the healer. But hey, I'm not going to give you the answer. If your hand is still cut, then something wrong. But, <laughs> but if you cut your hand or broke a bone, is that bone still broken? Or is that hand still cut? Or did it heal so 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 um i know all of you have gone to our website which is www. 
thebreakthroughleap.com. And in the very, very top section of the homepage, there's a little paragraph in there that says what we're going to do here at the breakthrough in our community is help you to discover how your body um, is designed to work if it's not working that way right now. All right, so for today, we're gonna conclude and um, you can um, hear a new episode of our podcast every week on Wednesday, beginning at 5.30 on What's that? I said, this is pretty cool, but we we did it. Like, it it started kind of jumpy, but like I knew, once we (laughs) into it, it started smooth selling. I mean, we did great. I I would give us an A plus. Oh, well, I'm glad you did. Okay, so we're going to sign off here, and um, we look forward to uh, coming back to you with more content next week. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.